What's good, everybody? This is Fraternal Football. I'm Cameron. I'm Zach. First off, we have our game picks for week 12 of the NFL season. The first game we got up is Chicago and Detroit on Thanksgiving. Who you got, Cameron? I have Chicago only because Andy Dalton threw a couple touchdowns and I can't see Detroit winning a game. I'm going with Detroit. I think they're due for a game and they've played everyone close so far. Next up, we got the other Thanksgiving game. We got Dallas and Vegas. Who you got, Cam? I have Dallas because they're struggling, but it's not that bad. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas, too. I think it uh, it's going to keep raining in uh, Vegas. Uh, next up, we got Buffalo and New Orleans. Who you got? I got, I got Buffalo with a nice rebound. Yeah, I got Buffalo, too. Uh, I think Trevor Simeon is that experiment's over. Next up, uh, we on our Sunday games, we got Indy and Tampa. Who you got? Okay, this is my, my pick of the week here. You got this? Indy going into Tampa, I think. I don't know if they're at home or on the road, but they're going to win. Yeah, I think this is an interesting uh, matchup with uh, Indy's offensive line and Tampa's uh, defensive line. So I think this is going to be a good one. I'm going Indy, too. Uh, next up, we got Houston and the Jets. Who you got? I have Houston because they're a bunch of hungry vets. And do do you really want to pick the Jets? Yeah, Zach Wilson's back this week, and you know what that means. Start whatever fantasy team is playing the Jets. Just do it. Uh, I got Houston. Uh, Next up, we got Philly and the Giants. Who you got? I have Philly because Jalen Hurts just decided he just decides to drop 40 points on people sometimes. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm going Philly, too. I could very easily see Philly winning out until they meet Dallas at the end of the year. So I'm going Philly. Next up, we got Carolina and Miami. Who you got? I, I got Carolina mostly because just I can't pick Miami. I just can't. Yeah, I got Carolina, too. I think their defense can rebound a little bit this week. And Tua isn't that creative when he's forced under pressure. Uh, next up, we got... Uh, San Francisco and Minnesota. Who you got? Hey, playoff game in late November here. I have San Francisco. They're going to run it up their faces the whole game, just like they've been doing. It's been working. I'm going to go with Minnesota. I think this is a good matchup for them, and I think they're going to start getting on a roll now. I think it'll be close, but I think Minnesota pulls it out. Next up, we got Baltimore and Cleveland. Who you got? I have Baltimore over Cleveland, assuming Lamar Jackson comes back all right. Uh, I just don't think Cleveland can compete. Yeah, I think this is uh, their matchup in a row for Cleveland because Cleveland has a bye week in between this game and their next game, which is also Baltimore. And this is when they fall out of playoff contention and Baltimore just clean sweeps that division. Next up, we got Tennessee and New England. Who you got, Cam? I have New England. Oh, actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I think that last week was their test, and now they're going to take off again. I'm going to go New England. I think Tennessee's going to start dropping a bunch of games here. Derrick Henry being out is going to take its toll, and I think New England's going to pull it out. Next up, we got Cincinnati over, uh, or Cincinnati and Pitt. Who you got, Cam? I, I got Cincinnati. Uh, I don't think Pittsburgh's coming back from last week. Yeah, I'm going with Cincy, too. I think this one's kind of a no-brainer. 
<laughs> Next up, we got Jacksonville and Atlanta. Who you got, Cam? You know, a lot of people don't like picking them because they can't score a lot of points, but Jacksonville, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm going Jags here, too. You got to root for the underdog sometimes, and sad that they're an underdog to this Falcons team, but, yeah, they are. Let's go, Jags. Next up, we got the Chargers and Denver. Who you got, Cam? I, I got the Chargers. They're They're powered up after that win on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I think the Chargers played a little sloppy football, but overall, they they should win this game. I'm going uh, the Chargers. Uh, last, almost last uh, Sunday night game, we got Green Bay and the Rams. Who you got, Cam? I got I again. I got the running team because I think the Rams are soft, and Green Bay can just shove it down their throat the whole game. So Green Bay. Uh, I'm gonna go Rams. I think the season's kind of taking its toll on Green Bay right now. Aaron Rodgers has that toe problem I keep hearing about. Might not be COVID toe, but there's a toe problem apparently. So I think uh, the Rams are finally going to get their ship right this week. Uh, Last but not least, we got Seattle and Washington. Who you got, Cam? You know, this is kind of a garbage game, but I'm going to pick Seattle just because better quarterback. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, come on, Seattle. You really need to win this game. If you can't win this game, you just Ben trust Wilson and Shoot for a high draft pick. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Just trade Russell Wilson. Just like every uh, BR and ESPN pundit will probably say in about the next week, too, if they lose. Yeah, you can't even tank for your draft pick. You traded it for, for Jamal Adams. <laughs> All right. Something I really want to talk about, mostly because I've been talking a lot of shit this season. But to be fair, they were kind of terrible, at least early on. And I made fun of them for it because I expect them to be better. And that's the Colts defense. This is a a running thread in the show at this point. But I would like to, in light of this game this past weekend against Buffalo, apologize. Offer my sincerities. And I, I actually wrote something out. Yeah, a little something special. After Indy dismantled Buffalo. 41 to 15, by the way. That... Did anyone even think that was possible? I didn't. Shit. That's why I'm here. I, okay. This is what I wrote. I, Cameron Mayer, hereby former, formerly, formally apologize, offer my apologies to the entire Colts defense, even, even you guys on the bench. No, you didn't do anything. You're still part of the team. Furthermore, I would like to rescind my earlier statement calling the defensive players-only meeting held earlier in the season a, and I quote, joke because they're still playing like ass. (laughs) On the reel, the Colts defense has a lot of talent, and I'm thrilled, thrilled. That didn't sound nice, but I'm 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 thrilled. I I I like watching them do good. That they're playing up to their talent level. They had three picks this weekend against the Bills. That that's some real shit. On on another note, the entire Buffalo defense. It, it, it should have been a blizzard out there, but it wasn't. So they have no excuses. On the other hand. They should be mailing Johnson Taylor a Father's Day card because he owned their ass. 
that that was just a a complete takeover by a single player and not even a quarterback in a quarterback league. This is a running back. Four touchdowns on the ground, thirty two carries for 185 yards and four touchdowns. And another one through there. B- Buffalo, take take a bow and send him a card. Send him a little gift too, because he deserves it. He he owned you. You guys suck. And I will not apologize, even if you play better, because I know it's probably a one off. You know, every team has has some bad games, and we don't freak out. Was the uh, subject of a couple episodes ago, Baltimore. But Colts look like a playoff team, and Jonathan Taylor looks like. If he's not the, he's at least top three. If he's not, you know, maybe it's Henry, Chubb, and him. Or maybe you put him ahead of Chubb. Who cares? Whatever. I I don't tell you what to do. I'm I'm just list telling you shit on a podcast. You're listening, not me. Um, but, you know, maybe the Bills come back Thanksgiving and whoop Saints. I think uh, some people here would like to, like, See that happen? Talking about Zach. Yeah, who the the Saints are middling right now, so maybe maybe Buffalo turns that turns that around and kicks their asses. Maybe uh But this this past weekend, Colts and Jonathan Taylor in particular just absolutely just went back, and spanked them around a little bit, shoved the run right down their throats constantly, and yeah, so mill it in. Bills defense at least at least this week. And that's all I gotta say about that. Zach's gonna do the next segment here. Thanks, Cameron, for that uh enlightening apology. Something I've been begging you for for a couple weeks now. And that brings me into something I'm sorry about. I've been the biggest Jalen Hurts hater this season and the biggest Gardner Minshew advocate the world's seen because I thought the Eagles offense was a train wreck and i liked a lot of the pieces they had to offer um and that's really the tale of their turnaround and that's why i'm talking about jalen hurts today in the eagles offense because they went from passing on 63 percent of their rpo plays to running 63 percent of their rpo plays and that's literally made all the difference. They've just relied on that big old offensive line to move people in space, and Miles Sanders is just chugging along right behind him, him and Jordan Howard and Jalen Hurts, for that matter. And you know what's been awesome is before they were just trying to play like an air raid kind of attack the space with all their RPOs, and they were playing it safe, meaning they were throwing the bubble screens even when it was a tight window and they were only going to gain a few yards instead of just handing it off and taking the risk of getting blown up or getting only two. But lately, they've just been relying on that Lane Johnson and the big boys down there. And instead of just getting two, they've been getting five, six, ten huge gains because they're the freaking one of the most talented offensive lines on the damn planet. I mean, come on. It's literally been that simple for the Eagles offense, and Jalen Hurts has been a master at a run-heavy scheme, when you're not asking a quarterback to make every throw to move the ball and he can just hand it off most of the time and not overthink it when his time comes to throw, you can just, you can win games in the National Football League. 
and that's what the Eagles have been doing. I Their schedule looks really weak coming up, and the only one, Dallas, last week of the year, that's the only one. I think that's one they need to mark on their calendar because until then, I think the Eagles are going to fly. Washington football team at Carolina Panthers. First off, Cam's comeback, running through the tunnel, saw a little video, gave me chills, absolute chills, shuddered in me boots here. Uh, and and he had a he had a pretty nice day, all at least through the stat line. You know, I got it right here. Twenty-one of twenty-seven passing, hundred eighty-nine yards, not bad. Nine yards per attempt, that stands out. Two touchdowns and. Most off, 120.5 QBR. And uh, good enough for a little fire emoji on Bleach Report here. And don't forget the, the 10 carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown, which, by the way, looked pretty sweet, like vintage Cam. Yeah, uh, I think Cam Newton coming back, he had a heck of a day. And the defense, the number two defense in the league, according to the stats and the books, you know, you let him down. Come on, man. Like, Cam couldn't have played any better to win that game, and the defense gave it up like it was their job. This this is why the Panthers haven't been a playoff team these past years. You know, if it's not one thing, it's another. You can't hang your hat on one side of the ball, and then that side of the ball lets you down. Uh, and that brings us into our next topic about the Niners. Niners are back, sort of five and five. Basically in the playoff hunt, they might even have the seventh seed. I don't, I don't fucking know. I, you go check. Oh, you do the work. But you know they've Cal Shannon looks like he's been in a bit of a rut. They got guys cycling in and out because they're always injured. Garoppolo's there, not playing well, playing well. You know that they, they're back on track. And the biggest reason why, kind of like the Eagles, they they've been running the football. They've been pounding teams into submission on a weekly basis, at least last couple weeks. And they they just never stop running the ball. Like like double digit play drives. They 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 do not stop running the ball. And it seems like Garoppolo is far more competent when he has to make just a few re- routine throws. It's kind of like my my Madden offense, you know, save you from yourself. That's the the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan saving the offense from Jimmy Garoppolo. But he's been, you know, getting those wheels turning. Yeah, I think there's a lot of parallels with the 49ers turnaround, with the Colts turnaround, because I think both teams are uh, emphasis on that really heavy run, and they both really rely on that defense. Both are defensive line with some real talent. I mean, DeFore Buckner came from the 49ers. Uh, like, come on. There's a lot of parallels there, and their turnarounds kind of mirror each other for a reason. Both teams really want to run the ball. And I think in the NFL, especially late in the year, the teams that can truly run the ball are the teams that get far. Yeah, I, and on a on that same note, just, just to really just pound it in you guys further, just to rub it in a little more. The 49ers are just running it constantly up mother in motherfuckers' faces. Constantly. 
and they're just dismantling their opponents. Like the with the Rams game, the Rams, Jalen Rams, he was having a fit on the sideline over there. And if you're making guys having fits by wasting their time by running and getting it for like 40 minutes in the game, waste their time and win the game. That's it. Run the ball. 49ers doing it. Yeah, I mean, come on. They don't even have any running backs, and they're still running the ball with their wide receiver and having success. Just run the ball. You got problems? Run the ball. You shitty-ass teams out there, Jacksonville? Run the ball. No, Jacksonville's pretty good at running the ball. But you get my point. Run the ball. Just a little stat line from the last game here. Just to emphasize that they got they got a bunch of guys doing stuff. Jeff Wilson, 19 attempts. 50 yards, that's honestly terrible yards per carry, 2.6. That's You never want to have below four. But he wasn't even their leading rusher. He was just their leading carrier. Debo Samuel is their leading rusher with eight carries for 79 yards and a touchdown. Guys everywhere. They're getting creative, and they're, they're just doing it. This week's spotlight quarterback, Malik Willis. Zach, take it away. Uh, yeah, Malik Willis. Me and Cameron watching him. We watched uh him versus Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, this past weekend. We watched his tape versus Ole Miss, and uh, we watched him against Syracuse. He he has a lot you could like, especially as an NFL team. You know, desperate for a quarterback, <clears throat> Carolina. Um, you know. There's a lot to like there. He's shifty. He he has a pretty fluid mechanics with his throw when his feet are set. When uh when he's thrown off platform, he can kind of develop into a little bit of a windup. But otherwise, I, I don't really see a problem with his throwing motion. He has a pretty good arm too. I mean, that guy it, it it's upper tier for sure. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's a top ten arm in the league, but it's definitely strong for sure. And I, I think he has talent, man. There's uh there's a lot to like. He's capable of making those wild throws. And what do you gotta say, Cam? So things that, that stood out to me, you know, quick hips. He he's he's shifty. He's he's also kinda like a freaking bowling ball, just mauling through guys, or at least through you know, like uh Zach also notices. He he fights through a lot of that first contact, runs through those arm tackles. Uh, he's He's a talented runner. He's got a a plus arm. Yeah, as Zach also said, for sure. That it looks it looks effortless. He's chucking it down the field. And he, I think that he has a very compact throwing motion too and that helps. He just zips it, whips that thing around, just shoves that thing the ball down the field like 40 50 yards no problem. Yeah, and the thing with him though is he he doesn't really let the play die. And that's that's not a problem in college. You can kind of get away with it. But when you're in the NFL, you got to throw the ball away. And the one common theme we noticed throughout was he wouldn't throw the ball away. He, he wasn't always often looking down the field to throw. It was a lot of tucking in and running. I know with NFL coaching, they'll kind of try to coach him out of that and really take advantage of his creation in the backfield to throw. But right now on tape, he's not showing a ton of it. But you know you can kind of see it possibly developing in the future. Yeah, let's... 
if you watch the Ole Miss tape, just FYI, they they just completely get they're outclassed. They're outclassed. SEC, it's not it's not even a contest. They're those O linemen are getting beat left and right. It's it's bad. He's running for his life. But we're talking about more of the Louisiana game and the Syracuse game. He's holding on to it. It's not the line. It, he, he's it's him. Yeah, you SEC versus a Sun Belt team. Come on, people. Like, I think they're in the Sun Belt. Well, that level of talent, you know. Come on. Uh, but I think he played pretty well. I I think he's probably the first quarterback off the board. That's my bet. I I'm higher on him than I am Matt Corral for sure. I think uh, Malik Willis offers more physical upside, but. Don't get me wrong, he's pretty raw. Uh, he likes to let balls high, and he doesn't really understand throwing toward the boundary consistently. A lot of times he leaves passes high and to the inside on boundary shots, which allows the corner to get their hands on the ball. And he should really be putting that back shoulder or over the right outside shoulder toward the boundary. But, you know, that comes with time and practice and with NFL coaching. Yeah, it is well documented on here at least you know once. I'm I'm not gonna make final judgment on the guy because guess what? Probably wrong, but I can still point out some things I like and don't like, and you guys could decide for yourselves, you know. But Malik Willis, gobs of physical talent. Dude can run, can throw, can do some pretty spectacular things. I think another other thing we mentioned, he he can make a wild throw, and you know, it's the guys that don't that you really are worried about. So, but, you know, I think, you know, maybe late first round, early second is my projection. I, I wouldn't wouldn't fault someone for taking him there. Yeah, I think uh, if you want an NFL comp currently, I think Jalen Hurts. I think he's very similar. I think Malik Willis is kind of more of a powerful runner even. I'd say he kind of fights through contact, at least in the tape I've seen. And I, I kind of think Malik Willis's arm is better than Jalen Hurts. I think he stretches the field better. So, But similar overall, you know, that's kind of the type of player he is. Check us out on Instagram at Fraternal Football Podcast. Twitter coming soon. We're getting a social media presence going. Also, we are on like eight different podcasting services including spotify which you're most likely listening to apple podcasts now stitcher uh, like five more check us out on a variety uh we got stickers everywhere slide into our dms on social media engage maybe you want to be on the show let us know we're out there and we're available This has been Fraternal Football. Cam and Zach signing off. This episode is brought to you by How to Pest. Once again, they are good enough for the Lakers. They are good enough for you. Point taken. That's it. That's all you need. Just go hit them up right now. Do it.